So I'm from Nome. Uh, Onktaguk is common spelling there. Uh, so we're northern Eskimo. Uh, our family goes from Little Daimi to uh, Wells, Teller, a little bit of Brevig Mission, Shishmaraf, and I graduated from high school in, in Nome. Uh, but before that, when we were kids, we we're four boys, and we're all one year apart, so stair step. And I'm number three out of the four. And I was, uh, I was trying to figure it out. I think I was 11 or 12. And our mom had been not healthy for as long as I'd known her. Uh, and when I was 10, she passed away. And our dad was shattered. He had been this hardworking, fierce, accomplished, skilled person. And he just became this uncontrollable drunk and mean on top of that. And we're four boys. And to sort of change up, I don't know why it was chaotic. We're still trying to figure it out. But we ended up in Sitka, Alaska. How many of you know where that is? We, we call it the Banana Belt, if you're from from Nome, down in the southeast, on an island, small island. Nothing's level in the entire city, it feels like. And this is a long time ago. It's before they had a bridge going out to Mount Edgecombe. So it was ferry service back then. And, and we're living with our dad working on a fishing boat. So he's gone for days at a time. And there are four of us, and we're just sort of toughing it out. And it is exactly that. It's kind of tough. The oldest brother is handling the bills. Uh, he's going out hunting. He's dropping squirrels for food. And at that time, it was okay. People would look the other way for some families if an occasional deer disappeared, as long as none of it was wasted. And if you were walking by the fishing docks, somebody would say, oh, this salmon's too small. Why don't you take it? And that was kind of how the system sort of semi took care of things. Uh, I, none of us knew how to work the washing machine, which is a serious problem. Uh, we tried using dishwasher soap. That was a failure. And, and so as kids, what we're doing is we're just gradually finding the less dirty clothes in the pile. And this could have been the time when a teacher or some parent or whatever could just jump all over you for your moral shortcoming of being dirty. But instead, the, prince, uh, the teacher that I had, uh, who was one of the Demerts, uh, Clinkett, one of the few, just a story group of Clinkett educators. And he said, you know, I need to talk with you, but I'm kind of busy. I'm going to be doing my laundry tomorrow morning. Why don't you take your load, come with me, and we'll meet, and we're going to meet at whatever it was, 6.30 in the morning or whatever. And, but it was laundry, so I was in. And, and I went, and he's talking to me, and he's running the machines and at, the, at the school, and, and then he shows me how, you know, the magic tray and the detergent that's made just for it, and you turn it to this knob that says normal. And, <laughs> and it is, and it's like magic. It works, and then you get the washer and the dryer going, and you're just, it's like discovering the atom. It's really important. I went back to the family, to, to the house, and I did my own load of laundry, which I never told the other boys the secret to it. 
which got me out of all other household duties because I was in charge of the laundry. So this is what it was like. And one of the things that we would do for recreation was play football, uh, which in Sitka is kind of tough. Uh, so there was this, there's this old pioneer home. It's still there with this curve, but enough space of grass so that you could play football. And one day we're playing football, and I'm running out as a receiver. The ball comes over my shoulder. I grab it, and this huge guy, this Clinket Indians are there. That's their territory. We're Eskimos. It's an away game for us. <laughs> so, so, so he just grabs me. He's that big. He's hoisting me up on his shoulder, and he trots back to his goal. <laughs> and his theory is that it is a touchback, and so he's got two points. And I'm telling him, no, the forward motion of the ball is stopped there. That's where it is. And we get into this argument. And his response, after we kind of go back and forth, is he says, I'm going to hit you. And I, you know, looked up at him. He's got 50 pounds on me at least. And I said, well, that's not fair. And he paused and him and his friends, and he said, Okay, I'll let you hit me first. <laughs> so I said, well, I can't even reach you, you know? And he, he pauses and he goes, okay. And he gets down on his knees <laughs> and he says, now you can hit me. And I said, well, what good is this going to do me? <laughs> and he goes, well, I'm going to hit you anyway. So it's like, all right. So I swing my arm back, he closes his eyes, clenches his teeth, and then I kicked him across the side of his head as hard as I could and bolted like a banshee, like I was on fire. Now this was a tactical win, but a strategically flawed idea. Because it is Sitka. So for the next few ter terribly long weeks, it felt like my head is on a swivel, you know? Every time I see him, I'm bolting. I see one of his friends, I'm bolting. I did have speed. But one day I'm walking out of the Ben Franklin store and this hand drops on my shoulder and I knew life was over. When I looked up at him, and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be painful. And he said, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Clinket humor. <laughs>